0: You're listening to Movie Mixtape on CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm your host, Alyssa Matthews. This week, Joey Vong explores Sofia Coppola's directorial debut, The Virgin Suicides, and Shauna Cox reviews the thriller, Serenity. This month, the TIFF Bell Lightbox is screening some of the most monumental films from 20 years ago, including Sofia Coppola's The Virgin Suicides. Here's Joey Vong with more.
1: Based on the novel by Jeffrey Eugenides, released in 1993, The Virgin Suicides was the directorial debut of the now highly decorated and acclaimed Sofia Coppola. Adapted to film seven years following the novel's publication, the movie returns to the big screen as a part of TIFF's 1999 Movies at the Millennium collection. As one of the most iconic and beloved teen films of all time, 19 years later, the movie still continues to captivate and affect audiences worldwide. Set in ordinary suburban Michigan in the mid-70s, The Virgin Suicides is a recounting of a year in the life of the five dreadfully beautiful and seemingly perfect Lisbon sisters as told from the perspective of the local neighborhood boys who have grown to become obsessed with them. Raised in a highly religious and repressive household with parents who have banned them from parties, dating, and essentially a life of their own, it becomes no surprise that these girls are destined to feel miserable. But when Cecilia, the youngest of the bunch, attempts suicide for the first time, the misery turns into something much more tangible, setting off a chain of events that is most definitely irreversible. The Virgin Suicides as a film is something that is simply unforgettable. Although the plot itself is minimal and can easily be dismissed as stagnant or uninspired at first glance, if you look a little closer, you will find that this piece is beautifully rich with depth. With its predominantly dark and brooding themes of isolation, memory, superficiality, loss of innocence, and destruction, the movie is able to capture the complexities of the American adolescent experience in a way that feels entirely organic. Drawing the curtain back on many of the not-so-glamorous elements of teenage existence, through things like dialogue and observation, the film's messages are able to pierce through the narrative in the most sharp and unsettling ways. It's one of the main reasons why the piece is probably still so resonant today. Taking all of this into consideration, the most memorable aspect of The Virgin Suicides, in my opinion, is the film's pure devotion to its visual appeal and mood. The cinematography that is featured in this movie is stunning, to say the least. Each shot is artfully composed with a wide array of colors and utilizes angles and movements in ways that help capture the essence of a sequence perfectly. The editing and score here also deserves to be recognized as they are what allow these glamorous sequences to truly take flight. When everything comes together, it produces a hazy, lustful, and dreamlike sense of nostalgia that is underlined with hints of suffocation and decay. It's haunting, and the feeling of menace is one that lingers long after the credits have finished rolling. Charming but fatal, The Virgin Suicides in many ways defined an entire generation of youth through its tragic story, insightful conversation, and masterful execution. If you're a fan of mystery, realistic drama, or just have an appreciation for visual storytelling, it's a film I'm sure you'll enjoy for one thing or another. Whether you're hearing about this film for the first time or just want to relive the experience over again, Tiff Bell Lightbox downtown will be screening The Virgin Suicides only once on January 25th at 7 p.m. For CJRU, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Joey Vong.
0: Thanks, Joey. Opening this weekend is the neo-noir Serenity starring Matthew McCohanaghey and Anne Hathaway. Here's Shauna with a review. Life
2: is a game, it's always been a game. So do you play along or figure out the rules and beat it? Serenity is a romance thriller set on the small island of Plymouth. Baker Dill, played by Matthew McConaughey, is a veteran and now fisherman who turns his profession into an obsession. Keeping his eye on a big fish called Justice, Baker soon makes this catch his life's mission. Alone, his only real company is his fishing buddy, who was soon fired and a woman named Constance, with whom he sleeps with and receives money from whenever he's broke. There really isn't much for him to live for, that is, until Anne Hathaway's character steps in. Karen, Baker's ex-wife, shows up at his boat asking a favor. One that someone wouldn't hear in their everyday life, but it's no surprise to a thriller. Her now-husband, whom she left Baker for, is a violent drunk with a lot of money. Wanting to escape her abusive life of 10 years, Karen offers $10 million for Baker to do the job of killing him. Money is no temptation to Baker, despite his financial situation. So, Karen offers another reason for his help, their son Patrick. At first, Baker is reluctant to kill the husband. That is until he listens to the husband complain about the son and how he's beaten him before. Struck with a new motivation, Baker sets out to kill this man. His decision is made after just halfway through the film, which is when the meteor things begin to happen. And I say meteor, but in reality it's just more action and the part where everything becomes very confusing. The whole meaning that life is a game is taken too literally in this story and that I'm not sure if it still quite works out to create a more innovative film. Video games are at the forefront of thousands of kids' lives today, using this tactic Patrick is a computer genius, as his teachers say. He spends most of his days in his room playing games as a way of hiding from his stepfather beating his mother. Not like most kids, it's a fishing game that he plays the most. Probably a way to connect the boy to his real father, a connection that Baker can feel wherever he goes. This slightly confusing storyline gets blurrier while watching the film. The lack and strength of a plot is covered by the acting chops of these well-known stars. While watching the film, I kept questioning the purpose or where the story would lead, but I would get distracted by the acting skills of McConaughey and Hathaway. It's great when you see actors you know, but it's not enough to let a story stick. If there were actors I didn't recognize, then there's a good chance that I wouldn't have been as engaged in the film as I was with this cast. Sadly, it wasn't gripping or darker than I thought it was going to be. The story seems easy enough. An ex-wife looking for help for her and her son from the father to escape a brutal life. But remember, life is a game. And it's life that isn't in the hands of the players. It's in the hands of the creator. Will they continue to play unaware of where they really are? Or will they find a loophole to get around it? Catch Serenity in theaters January 25th. For CGRU, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Shawna Cox.
0: Thanks, Shauna. That's all for Movie Mixtape this week. To find out more about the films discussed and to hear past episodes, you can visit the archives at film.cjru.ca. For Movie Mixtape, I'm Elissa Matthews.